Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan, and with us today we have our returning guest, Nally. Hey, what's up? This week we're going to be talking about some interesting topics. For the most part, it's going to be based on... Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan. My audio playing from Twitch. Great. Autumn. Awesome. Um... Right, so yeah, we're gonna be talking a lot about DLC for the most part. Ugh. <laughs> for those who don't know, DLC stands for downloadable content, and typically, what happens is you know, you buy a game, a few months after, like you've already unlocked most of the things in the game, and you've almost beaten it, or you've beaten it, especially if you're like one of those persons that just like go ham on it. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, you, you reach the end and then they bring out some new content, which you can either pay for or sometimes it's free. Um, like in a lot of games, this is what you would call an expansion. I wouldn't call it an expansion. Like you, they have actual expansions that they launch, but then they just start selling downloadable content like, uh, Call of Duty. I was a fan of Call of Duty. Until they just start spamming the the DLCs, like oh, we could get like who the hell wants to play Call of Duty with a nail gun? <laughs> At that point, I realized it's just getting ridiculous. And then they came out with a so you know a skill saw, yeah, safety thing. So they have a skill saw shooter where you shoot a saw. What? Yeah, and then they came out with a lefty, so you legit just beat people with a left arm. And I'm like. Yeah, this game's gone to the dogs, and it's making no sense anymore, so, yeah. Ah, that doesn't... What? That's almost like flavor weapons, in a sense. Yeah, it's like, okay, some of the weapons were cool. They brought back some of the older weapons from Call of Duty 1, Call of Duty 2, you know, that were really fan favorites, and then they just got ridiculous, dude. Boxing gloves. Uh, they had... It's just so retarded. And it's like, bruh. I mean, I understand you want to keep it fun, right? But there's a difference between fun and stupidity. <laughs> and you're just making the game stupid. When, and when you have dudes actually going around getting the most kills in the game with a left arm as a weapon, that tells you something is really wrong. Yeah. 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 You're right. Okay, so where's your real differentiation between an expansion and a DLC? Because there are expansions that come out. Let's let's use Hearthstone as an example. The new yeah. one that's coming out, uh, Cobalt and Catacombs. That's something that you download. Yeah. Well, it's an update, so isn't it not downloadable content? Yeah, it is technically classified as downloadable content, but I... It, some. I've only been playing Hearthstone, what, less than a year, and it's starting to feel like it's not even expansion anymore. It's just starting to feel like DLC. Like, every every three to six months, DLC, 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 DLC. It's, it's just, like, tack-ons. But I understand what they're trying to do. They cycle out. So they're trying to technically keep it an expansion. But, um, like, uh, another game, a favorite game of mine is Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six Siege. 
they every few months, literally every few months, come out with a new map, new characters, which would be technically uh, an expansion. They come up with a theme, characters based on those themes, uh, region, the last region that came out was China. They had Chinese, uh, Chinese oper uh, operators, i.e. officers, that now partake. Uh, they have a Chinese map, so that's the Blood Orchid expansion. So it's not as if you just download a bunch of stuff that comes with it, because they have downloadable content, but it's an actual expansion. So they have an expansion, then they have downloadable content. Like, you want to buy maps, or, no, not maps, um, you want to buy, like, camos, or you just want to buy, like, some charms for your gun, you could do that. But then they have an actual expansion that only comes out after six months. So, you know, like, you, you keep it separate, but you don't have everything just... <sighs> so, yeah. Okay. I can rant, I can oh, rant. Crap. Things, Hold so. on a second, yeah. I just pulled out my headphones. I'm back. Okay. Hey, what were you saying now? No, I was saying, uh, so Rainbow Six actually has an expansion, and then they have downloadable content just to go towards, you know, I guess, paychecks, which is fine. You know, I partake in it from time to time. They released a Halloween, uh, some Halloween DLC, which is pretty cool. So once October ended, you can no longer get those other than inside of a alpha pack, which is like a card pack from Hearthstone. So if you're lucky enough to get it, then you get it. If not, you just purchase it for like $6 and you have the full outfit, headgear, like zombie gear. So it was pretty cool. And I decided to partake in one for a few characters and, you know, just buy it as you want it. Okay, so that's essentially a, a loot crate just in a pack for Hearthstone yeah. and yeah. for Rainbow Six. Yeah. More or less. So it's, you just get what you want because you like it. Support the game. Keep them, you know, updating and working towards making the game a little better. Okay, so would you say DLC is more like, say, a new character coming along in Overwatch or uh, Nimsy, for example, in Hearthstone? Yeah, Nimsy would be like DLC. Okay. But she'd be achievable DLC. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd still be DLC. Or, yeah. Yeah. I was going to mention Marin, but Marin was special condition. Yeah. DLC. But still DLC. Yeah. Okay, and I know at BlizzCon this year, they did announce a, a new character for Overwatch. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what her name was. Yeah. Uh, I, don't re I don't really follow Overwatch, but I, I watch majority of, you know, the sessions. More as much Okay. Uh, yeah, so she would technically be, you know, DLC. Okay. So, then comes the, uh, the kind of topic where, you know, you're thinking about what's DLC. Okay, so new characters technically fall into DLC. And then, apparently, it's a thing now where games are giving out free DLC kind of things. Where instead of you buying or unlocking a character, it comes free to kind of change up the game a little bit. Yeah, I it's kind of a good thing. I, I kind of see it more as just a sales pitch. Like, if you buy the deluxe edition, you get this much stuff instead of buying the regular 
for like $30 less. So for that extra $30, you technically get DLC for free for $30. Okay. Okay. Well, here's where I'm thinking about it. Let's take a game like Overwatch and or, you know, Splatoon 2. Have you played Splatoon 2 or Splatoon? No. Okay. I'm from, I sounds familiar, though. Okay, essentially it's a Nintendo shooter game. Okay. Um, with Splatoon and Splatoon 2, every m- few months or so, they would bring out a new weapon or a new map. You would have already purchased the game, and so they just launch these things time after time. And so you're just getting free continuous content, but you have to... The maps, of course, are free for you to play on, but they rotate. And the weapons you have to... There's no means to actually use physical money to gain coins, which you need to buy them. You have to okay. play games to get to get the coins that you need. Okay. In Overwatch, for example, you buy the game, whatever tier you got, and anyone can play any character. It's just, you know, if you want certain skins or voices or things like that, then, yeah, you kind of have to uh, play to get credit, or you can get loot um, loot boxes to then unlock those things. So either one. Okay. But then you have a method like Heroes of the Storm, another Blizzard game, where only certain characters are allowed so when you first start up nowadays they give you a certain you pick between which type of class you want to play uh if you want to play warrior assassin support um something along those lines then they give you some characters that are based on that role okay and then everything else every other character you'd either need to buy via um loot box or from the store Either with real credits, like money, to, and then to credits, via loot boxes, or by winning games and getting credits like that. Wow. I guess everybody just sets up a main for you to pick your own poison. But, um, like Splatoon, I'm very, I'm actually familiar with Splatoon. Looking at it, this is the paint based game. Yes. It's actually pretty neat. I haven't had a chance to play it, but I saw it, uh, think an xbox did e3 last year so i first saw it which is it definitely looks good and a play to win game system is probably one of the best systems to have because then only the best can be titled as the best yep. you know instead of a pay to win so yeah and and again, I go back to Rainbow Six and Call of Duty because they're more familiar for me. There's nothing more frustrating than someone being able to, okay, we're spending all this money on this game. You buy, uh, you could buy credit to go towards purchasing random boxes. So basically loot crates. So you actually spend money to get coins to purchase loot crates. So there's no guarantee that you get what you want. And if you happen to spend say a hundred dollars and you may end up getting lucky enough to get one of the special DLC weapons that you spent a hundred dollars on. So in that regard, it kind of kills the game. Cause it's like, okay, everybody on my squad now has this weapon except me. I can't enjoy the play, you know, playing with it 
they play the game regularly to earn coins. I spend money to I'll try and get this loot crate to get this weapon, and I still don't have it. Why should I continue playing this game? When, you know, they don't spend no money. I'm spending money, and I still can't get what I want. It defeats yeah. the purpose. It honestly defeats the purpose. I want to... Sorry, go on, go on. And then, when you're playing a game where, you know, the dynamics are so broken that dudes are able to stand in one spot in the map and just spawn kill every time you pop into the map, what is the true point in even playing that game? That's so I'm spe I spent $100 to get a weapon just to be spawn killed and don't even get any points. Now... What about games that have a weak launch? Let's use Street Fighter V as an example. Okay. Came out with 15, either 15 or 16 characters at launch. I think it's 16. And a few modes outside of the standard match. And it was a $60 game. Then after a while, they... Then instead, they were going to start adding some free updates and downloadable content. And now it's been about two years now. And they've received new characters, stages, modes. And so now it's kind of finally fitting that kind of hefty price tag of 60 bucks. Whereas when you first got it, it didn't quite feel like that. So the characters are free? Yeah. Okay, then it's definitely worth it. So, you know, it's not as if you paid $60. For nothing, you paid sixty dollars, and then they reimbursed you as the game progressed. Could you imagine spending sixty dollars, and then when they finally came with new characters, you got to pay for those extra characters? Uh, that would have uh, it would have pissed off a lot of people, and then it would have deterred a lot more people from wanting to play it. So at least as they're doing the expansion, or you know, they're adding to the game, adding stages, they're giving you what you paid for. Okay, but doesn't that kind of set a bad precedent, though? That you know. Developers can release a crap game and then build upon it later to give you a better game later on. Yes and no. I mean, there. I'm, dude. Flappy Bird is an example of a really crap game that ended up being paid for and cancelled just because it was too triggering. So I rather pay for a game that people are gonna, you know, that the developers are actually gonna care for and get more out of it later than paying for a really crap game and nothing you know that never even goes anywhere mm. i feel a little differently like i would prefer a certain standard of a game mm -hmm. and then you build upon it after that to keep the people who are playing it and enjoying it to keep them playing your game i think that's especially yeah. important in today's industry where you have a lot of people streaming their gameplay and people watching them agree okay i can i can get behind that but an example that I would give is Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That's going to be released February of next year. I think so. And it's pretty small right now. They did the. I was able to take part in the beta test, and it was amazing. Being both a Dragon Ball Z fan and somewhat of a fighter game fan, more Dragon Ball Z than fighter. And it's they had a lot of issues. The servers are crap. And, you know, they're really doing what they can. Uh, they asked a lot of people to pre-order, I guess, to go towards development of what they know they need to get money to do 
So when they launch, they have a sturdy game. But I'm feel, I, I, I kind of feel it's going to be the same way. Because for fighting games, it's all about that connection time. Those frame, those frame rates, as far as I was told, if you have a, a very low latency, you lose because you're always going to be a step behind. So for them, I think building upon, okay, let's start off with our small servers, small game, small setup, and then let's build on that to kind of make it, you know, the grown up it needs to be. So, but in, in terms of a, a shooter game, you have to come out correct. Because you're just a shooter game. You're not a fighting game where every click of the button counts. A shooter game is just right position, right time, and you basically win. Okay, so... What about the situation with new characters and those characters change the gameplay? Or a new oh, gun like, and the new gun changes uh, the gameplay. You mean like Shadow Reaper <laughs> Kind of, yeah. So, much like how Hearthstone does it with the either the legendary card quests or the legendary heroes and yeah. eventually going to be the legendary quest cards. Well, not yeah. quite the Legendary quests. weapons. Yeah, the legendary, legendary weapons. weapons. That's it. And things it's like not... that. Like, what's... How do you... Um, feel about actually no i, I kind of can't really say about hearthstone like that because you don't get those cards for free no unless you um are continuously playing and then buy oh yeah cards. unless you grind out 100 coin a day and even that i guess i kind of see why they limit you to 100 a day because you could just mine But let, okay, let's let's kind of go with Overwatch's um, new character Moira. Um, people are gonna start wanting to go on Overwatch. Gonna start playing her. It's a new character. It's gonna change up the dynamics of the game. So in, in a, that kind of aspect, it kind of keeps the game fresh in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and you kind of have to to because. I only just realized that every game has a meta. It's just, you know, I didn't even realize that was a thing. But I guess the deeper you get into competitive gameplay, you come to learn that. But a character that can come and change the way the game style is played is a good thing. But I guess how you go about giving that character to, you know, the community, I guess, kind of determines whether your game is going to continue to be viable. Because she was, fr- she was free, or she's just... Every character on Overwatch is free once you buy the game. Okay. It's I mean, so literally I guess... just skins and stuff like that that you would either buy with loot box or with okay. credit. Okay, but that's not bad. But in, in Rainbow Six, when they have a new expansion, you can, if you have the season pass, which is, which is just, what, $60 in additional, so the game is... 60 and the season pass is additional 60 you get everything as it's released you get uh all new maps and everything and uh what three weeks before they get released to the regular public so you basically get you kind of feel where your money went so i get to play this character before the regular players who don't have the season pass has the, has the chance to earn twelve thousand coins to purchase them and then you know 
is you only earn what four five hundred coins per game so that's a lot of games you have to grind out before you can purchase one operator so you only paid 60 bucks you got to kind of work to go towards the rest but you get so many characters and you have that you have to build upon so it's it's a it's a balance in that and that's kind of one of the reasons i appreciate the game so question have you ever played any games like um, Madden, FIFA, um, NBA 2K, anything like that? Yeah, I played 2K, but out of friends, house, I wouldn't actually purchase the game. Okay, well, okay, let me let me rephrase. Have you ever played a like a game based on a physical sport? Probably not. No. Okay, well, you know the basis behind like the games and FIFA and the Madden, so on yeah. and so forth. And how they pretty much come out with every new year, there's a new character, there are new plays. Yeah. Essentially. It's a new game every year, yeah. So, apparently, and it seems EA is going to be starting to do this, and we're going to talk about EA in just a second, but, well, more about EA. Um,. Apparently what they're trying to do is move away from that every year new a new game concept and making it a subscription-based game. So it's gonna be like you pay for the subscription and then you get downloadable content of new characters and new plays and new teams, something along those lines. I don't know about that. Like, no one likes to have, like, subscription base sucks. I don't want to be locked in. Like, so I have, so on on Xbox, I have, you know, friends who I jam with. They have an EA subscription for X amount of games that they could play free, download. But it ain't really that good of a selection of games for me to pay. Yeah, I say it's only $10 a month. That's ten dollars a month. I'd rather not play, not pay, for games that I ain't gonna play. And if my, if if just say I forget to pay, or renew my subscription for the following month, I can no longer play the games that I have downloaded. So let's just say, oh, for some strange reason I can't, or the internet goes down in our area and it's down for a while. I now have no access to my own downloaded games that I was paying for because I can't get onto the internet to verify the game. Why would I want that? I prefer to just buy the game that I know I'm going to play on a constant basis than have to be locked into subscription. Like, I guess for NBA and Madden and FIFA, it would... I don't know if it would work. I honestly don't know if it would work because you're now telling people, okay, so you're going to buy a FIFA subscription starting in 2020. And every year, once you renew your subscription, you get the newest FIFA it's the same thing, because depending on the subscription type, maybe it's ten dollars a month. Probably gonna end up paying more than you would for the actual game. Yep. So it's like, where? How are they gonna cut it? Are they gonna divide it for the price of the game? So is your subscription gonna be solely based on the game, the game's cost, or is it gonna be widespread? Like what? What's it gonna be? Well. That same thing which you were talking about with your friends. I think that is only $5 a month. 
um, and that allows access to games. But new titles are only added six months after the initial release. So you, if you want to yeah. play FIFA or Madden, then you're quite literally going to have to wait six months before they may add them to the to the um, library. Not only that, um, I think it's GameStop, which is only in the United States, lets you pretty much borrow pre-owned games for $10 a month. But even that, it's... Okay, that's if you want to continuously play a game on and off, you don't want to have to keep going to a place like GameStop, renting yeah. out the game, and then having to take it back and be charged like, or be charged late fees. Yeah, that's like, why, why, why would anybody want that? I understand that people that see it as convenient, but no, probably for streamers, like you know, people who stream for a living, that would be viable because then they could just go and play the games that you know their viewers want to see but for the average gamer no one has that kind of money to throw around just on on games especially if you're working if you're working you have an apartment you're not just gonna chalk up ten dollars on a subscription for a select group of games that you know you may have to travel for work and can't get to play that'll that's that's kind of giving away money so again like i purchased assassin's creed not too long ago and some evenings, if I have, I'm free, I just sit down and grind out Assassin's Creed. Stop, and it's mine. I don't oh, have to no. worry. You I don't have to worry, but oh, so all I heard was you grind out, and then that was it. Oh, no, I say uh, I have Assassin's Creed, and I can come home when I have some free time and grind out for five hours, and just play some Assassin's Creed whenever I want without having to worry. I don't have to worry about, ah, oh, let me see if I can probably tether my phone because the internet is down and get them to connect this so I can play, you know, for the average for the average person who has to work, who has a job, who doesn't game for a living. It's not as viable as they make it in CM, and I don't think they're even coming toward us. They're going for the ones who still live with parents or whose mom and dad, credit card, pay the bill, so they could just not feel the weight of it. It's free to them, but, you know, parents pay it. They're happy, so no one really cares. It ain't for us. I know that. The only way I see it really working out is if it's a... You... Wait, you still there, Nally? Nally? Am I breaking up? Oh, yeah, you were for a second. Okay, so the only way I really see it working is if you buy the game mm -hmm. and then they release downloadable content. Like, you pay the subscription... It downloads the downloadable content, which you can then uh, play on or offline. If Online if you want to play with other against other people or friends or whatnot. But if you want to do local, then it's already downloaded onto your console and you play it like that. That's the only way I really see it working out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I don't know if PlayStation is still free. But is, is PlayStation that pixel free? I think there's a there's a charge if you want to play online. Mm, so they finally started charging. Okay, but there's no per there's no person in their right mind who's gonna pay a yearly subscription to be online to Xbox Live. I'm using Xbox because I know Xbox, and then gonna have to pay another subscription to play a game that you now have to pay to be online to play. No way. 
there's no way. And then, so if I don't download, if I pay, if I'm paying a subscription, my Xbox Live is up, then I'm still in the same boat because I can't connect to Xbox Live to get on to get online and play the game. Yep. So how does that how does that benefit me? It I have no idea. Like at that point, it's easier to just start smoking money because <laughs> burning it just you know seems like a waste. Hi, Mr. Juan. But, um, didn't you really think about it as well? Like, what's grandma gonna buy you for Christmas? You're right. Downloadable subscription. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, okay, we're gonna continue along with this EA topic because there's something that's been happening online that has been making waves around the internet, mainly Reddit. So, I think it was yesterday. Uh, it was between Sunday and Monday. So, between Sunday and yesterday. Where people were starting to get really gung-ho about uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. And how they've been going along with the loot box system with that. And the fact that someone could come in, spend a bunch of money, get the credits... And buy a bunch of the loot boxes. Um, also, that there was no real... Um, there was nothing to say, okay, well, I'm in this game. And I'm going to get more credits if I do well. Versus if I just stand there and do nothing. You get the same amount of credits. Yeah, that's that, that, that sucks. Yeah. So people could just mine, basically. Yeah. And someone did the math. You would have to spend like 40 hours just to get one of the high-end uh, hero heroes. Like one of the high-end heroes. Like Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker or someone like that. And whereas you could spend 14 hours at a the US average medium pay wage. 14 hours of that. And be able to buy the same character. If you just like use actual money. So it's kind of leading people to say, okay, here's my money. Give me give this me character. character. Give me, yeah. Give me the character that I want to play as. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's what I was talking about. Uh, you just pay the, 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 the pay to win really kills it. Like, and again, it might sound like a broken record, even in rainbow six. Yeah. You may be able to pay for the operators. But that don't mean you could play. Like it is a it is a one round per like you know once you die in that round you're out until the end of the round so you could get unlucky and the team make it accidentally put a bullet in the back end there's nothing you could do until the other round so there's no pay to win there's only pay to get the characters to hopefully play better but literally oh man because I was gonna download the Battlefront uh, beta. Mm -hmm. And I watched some of the gameplay, and the only person I think you could play with at the time was Ray. And I was like, okay, that's kind of boring. And I watched some of the gameplay, and you just watch people. It didn't look as interesting. So now, when you just pay a few dollars, 14 hours worth of work, just to get the character, just to beat everyone. And obviously, the characters are OP. What's the fun in that? Okay, well, um... I think there may have been some confusion with what you were watching. 
So there are several different campaigns that you could do. You have the single player, where you can, for the beta, it was either you play as a robot or as um, Darth Maul. And you would have to, like, either complete a wave of beating uh, stormtroopers, well, rebel fighters, and you're the, you're the uh, droids, or you're Darth Maul, and you have to kill a certain amount of people within a certain amount of period of time. The other ones were multiplayer, where you either are in a um, starfighter jet, or you were trying to take over a palace with like 40, like 40 on 40. Uh, battleground or you are in a forgetting exactly what um amount it is but um ah crap anyway it's a much shorter amount i think it's only like five to seven people that you would be that's on either team okay. and typically you're playing as a a base player and then, like, as you play more, play more, play more, you unlock. You have the ability to, like, you build up points. And then you can use those points to then unlock a hero class. But if you die, the hero class goes away. Okay. So, people can, could have picked from uh, Jetpack Fighter, could have picked Darth Maul, could have picked... I think Ray was one of them, yeah. Yeah. Um... So yeah, you may have seen people who were playing as Ray. Everybody played Ray. <laughs> it was just a bunch of Rays, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, one thing that I found interesting is that if someone already has a like a special hero character, you can't pick that character. At least during the beta when I played. So that kind of was bummer, because, or at least there was a certain max out of how many people could do it. Because... I got to that point finally after I was playing, and I'm like, okay, I want to play as this character. I want to play as a Wookiee. Nope, can't play as a Wookiee. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, there's that. And then, yeah, there there's the whole element to how expensive some of these characters are. And yeah, EA's come out and said they've lowered it from feedback from the beta and from the trial um the first trial or whatever they call it like saw a few people that were playing it mainly those who actually work at ea but um apparently they took feedback from that and the reddit community they're having a ask me anything tomorrow i believe wow. uh, and because there were people that were like did a ask me anything request based on it um but yeah people are really upset about that kind of yeah you gotta be careful when you get to the internet because you you they will destroy you the internet is no one's friend i can tell you that <laughs> i think it's a good thing that they decided to lower the the price for the like the high-end characters so that they're more affordable to the people who don't want to give money yeah because this it's not it's unfair that everybody okay i can only get this character if i pay for it i should have the opportunity to earn it in your game as a free-to-play player mm -hmm. like even in hearthstone it's actually not that difficult like free to play you just have to grind it out once you grind it out you get what you need 
yeah. you honestly can't. Like, um, I didn't pre-order the new expansion as yet. And I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to grind it out. And I started grinding out last week, Thursday, Friday. I'm already up to 1,300 gold. That's completing quests. And I'm like, okay, so by the time this expansion comes out, I should be able to buy a few packs. A yeah. good amount of packs. I mean, I'm still going to pre-order, but not until closer to the release. Right. Just for the card back, you know. Because, yeah. you know, once they once they go, you don't get them back anymore. But other than that, it you, you gotta you gotta be considered to your free to play players. I already saved up my allowance to buy this sixty dollar game, and now the only way I can win the game is if I give you more money. That's unfair. So Mr. Wan is saying all the games are going to be pay to win, like they have to make money somehow. Also, and sadly, I know a lot of free to play games. That I love went down and never showed up again. Wow. Um, I mean, in that sense, yes. Yeah, sometimes these free-to-play games do need to have some form of income coming in. Yeah, um, not, not debating not debating that. But when it completely shifts your game to, well, you pay, you win, and if you're free to play, you gotta move to pay. Then no one plays your game, and you still lose out anyway. Because then those free-to-play players are going to be like, you know what, let them chuck their money at it, and then you're going to have a lot less people playing because only those spending money are going to stop spending money once they get what they want. Yep. So. I think a good example of that, to be quite honest, is Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2. Mainly Guild Wars 2 because of how they did it. Because you buy the game, and you that's it. You don't necessarily have to spend any more money. There's no subscription. Uh, there are microtransactions that help you in the game, and that's typically how they get their money to continue on. Uh, with cosmetic items and stuff like that, things that don't really change the game or yeah. alter, like, make you play better than someone else. It's quite yeah. literally just an outfit or a pick that never breaks or something like that. Which, I mean, in a sense, it kind of changes the game a little bit because normal picks, they break after a certain amount of use. Yeah, but then it doesn't break the game to where they can take advantage of it. Right. Because you still have fine. to find the nodes and everything like that. It's just your pick doesn't break. Yeah, which is fine. And that's a good way to have the game set up. Like, if you want to make money on your game by having, you know, fun DLC, not this is the only way you win DLC, then that is the way to go. Like, but then I guess for them... How, what, what kind of DLC could you have out? Like, you can't have another outfit for Darth Vader. What could he possibly be in? Is Darth Vader going to be in a bikini? No. Is Luke going to be in a bikini? No. The only thing you could have for Luke is probably uh, before the dark side with both hands and then after the dark side with a robotic arm. You could be flexible there. But majority of the customization is going to be in Stormtroopers or basically Stormtroopers. All the rebels. I don't think anyone wants to see Darth Vader or any of the guy characters in a bikini. I'm sorry. Ex exactly. So it's not a matter of will they. It's a matter of please don't. No, they, they, they can't go there. But what else could you add to the game to, to generate more money? Um, I mean, they can maybe do some seasonal stuff. Darth Vader wearing a Santa cap or something. I don't know. Yeah, but then you have those diehard fans that are gonna flip their shit. Of course. When it happens. <laughs> of course. 
but um i don't know they just have to think it through before they completely turn everybody off and then the game becomes a bust yep. like you just really have to be careful what you do uh i give it to blizzard uh especially the hearthstone group the hearthstone team they do a good job i mean they definitely have some broken ass cards that you just and i really wish i had hit legend with jay druid at the time and he was just running rampant <laughs> but hey it is what it is highlander priest is not as powerful as he used to be people are getting more creative temple rogue is still top tier but it is not the unbeatable deck and i think we had a good chat in the group and i was telling people yo the meta is balanced i don't care what you say every class has the has the ability to just bust any other classes ass basically the meta is balanced when you have three or four different deck uh classes in top tier your meta is balanced yep one one just may be you know more played and has a higher win rate but the, it's very much balanced mr one no one wants to see darth vader with bigger boobs i'm sorry no one wants to see a female darth vader either <laughs> Like, Actually, no. No, no, no. There have been some really good cosplays of that. Yes, cosplay and <laughs> gameplay are two different things. Like, you ha you will you will literally have, like, you know what? That may actually work. It may. And then it would, you know, appeal to the bright communities having a Nah, just a female Vader is fine. You don't need a, a female Luke. Nah. That'd be too much. That'd be too much. Yeah, but a female Vela would probably be alright. Yeah. You could have Luke wearing that um, slave outfit, though. For the ladies. <laughs> no. That will never work. <laughs> Ever. That's not even, like... Like, you want to see the internet tilt? Completely? <laughs> Do that. The internet will completely just... Break. Ah... Uh... Okay, so I know there was one thing. Since we kind of are talking about Star Wars, what about games like uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, where it was a subscription bit? You have to buy the game, then it was subscription based. Then they made it free to play, and you can subscribe to get cartel coins, which allow you to buy cosmetic items. Um mounts uh cosmetic guns gems which admittedly yes the gems do boost your stats and stuff like that what do you think about stuff like that mm. i don't know i guess it was good for its time but like as it stands like right now you gotta be, you gotta be pretty careful with that, with that kind of stuff because it becomes a little more apparent that you're just a cash cow. You're just trying to get everybody's money. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know how to, how to feel about it. And I mean, there's, it kind of does come off that way because there's also a level restriction. So, I know when I was playing, like, I was playing with someone we were leveling together they reached level 50 and couldn't level anymore while i was on level 60. 
And not only that, the leveling experience was boosted because I was a subscriber. Yeah, um, that sucks. Yeah, so it's... I don't know. like Things like that, it always felt odd to me. Because I'm getting the newest content, so I don't have to buy the new content because I'm a subscriber. Technically, everything that a subscriber gets, someone can buy using like separate little um, purchases. But... No in-game play can achieve these... It has yeah, to be see. cartel coins, and that's the only way you buy this stuff. Yeah, that, that, that's a little unfair. You should have the ability to earn towards those coins in-game to make it fair. I just have to work a little harder without paying. That's fine. But when I can't at all without having to pay, then you have created a broken game. Because now you've now you've set this, this divide between game as a of those who are just good and those who can never be any better. Like, I may be one of the best players in the game, but I can't be any better than the young five-year-old whose dad just gives him a credit card. So now I'm subject to his taunts, his BMs, just straight through. So we have a question from Mr. Juan. If I'm a game developer, how do I make money out of my game? I worked hard on it. I rent servers. So what do you think? I mean, that's that, that's where you, that's where the cosmetic DLC comes in. That's where you act, that's where majority of good developers make their money. Again, Rainbow Six, they just cut, like they do seasonal things. Halloween, they have scary costumes for select characters that you can purchase, or you can happen to get from a crate. You know, that's how you keep your game active. They can come up with new content, and then you keep paying for the servers. You so let's just say if it takes 50 cents to make this costume, but it takes a dollar to, to store it on Xbox, in the Xbox store. If you charge $6, you know, you pay for making two or three more, storing two or three more, and have enough left over to go towards uh, server maintenance. Per each character, for each person that pays for it. So you got to kind of balance out exactly how you want to generate revenue without breaking the game for those that are currently enjoying playing it. Not only that, you need to take a look at the kind of model that you really want to run. If you're yeah. going to spend, if you're going to make a game and have a high uh, end value for it, say sixty bucks then you know you really shouldn't be making people pay for additional things unless they're going to get more value from it more so than the, what they would have gotten out of an actual finished game otherwise you're going to yeah. have people bitching about it yeah. um with microtransactions you want to be careful so that you don't tilt your game because you know if you have a bunch of microtransactions and it completely ruins the game then People are going to start complaining about it because X person does it better. But, you know, if you're playing a single player game and you have it there and say, let's go with Assassin's Creed Origins, you can buy, you can quite literally buy um, crafting materials to upgrade yourself or buy certain kinds of weapons or outfits or stuff like that. It doesn't quite matter because it's a single player game. Yeah. And so you play it how you want to. If you're a streamer, then sure, some of your people, like your viewers, may 
complain that oh you're buying to win but it's like I'm you can't buying. buy to win you know just buying for the character not buying to beat the game exactly like it make there are a lot of like in you know, Assassin's Creed there's a you can spend money on it but you gotta grind out to get those objectives done or else you're not gonna beat the game mm-hmm. no matter you could spend whatever money you want to spend you could buy whatever weapon you want to buy but unless you go through the the objectives and earn enough experience points you just ain't never gonna beat the game you're yep. never gonna move on to the next section so it doesn't matter if you, you could just chuck money at it for the sake of being pretty that's fine having good stats that's fine but unless you know how to properly time your jump to you know even though they're just you know very blind AIs some are a little more advanced than others you're never gonna win yep so it really like depends on what you want to do and to answer your question about um grand theft auto 5 being playable without dlcs honestly grand theft auto for the longest time didn't have any dlcs yeah. so I just, I just saw the question and yeah dude you, dlcs does not make gta at all gta is gta by itself give me a gun give me a car let me go chase some real life players and that's all you need that's all you need to make gta fun like let me and my friend, let let my neighbor connect, and we both hop on the same server, and I could chase him down and kill him, and we have a good time. That's GTA. Like, that's the online. That's the most you need for online from from GTA. Like, you don't need any more than that, to be honest. Yeah. So, I think that pretty much covers the topics that I really wanted to talk to you. Anything you wanted to talk about before we wrap up? Uh, uh, not really. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah, not really. Because this normally the show's only like half an hour, but like we actually went up almost to an hour this time. Hey, good content. <laughs> <laughs> good content. Okay, well, thanks everyone for watching. Thank you again, Mr. Juan, for participating inside the chat uh thanks nolly for coming on it's been fun and uh to all the viewers both live and if you're listening on youtube on facebook or on the podcast don't forget esports wrap is every third sorry every tuesday at 6 p.m eastern standard time tech talk our other show is on thursdays at 6 30 p.m eastern standard time and again you know we do have the podcast so feel free to go there at more cookies m-o-a-r cookies.com to listen to the podcast or check it out on apple Podcasts or google play music or any of the uh podcasting places that you typically go to trust me we're more than likely there just search up the name and look for more cookies somewhere in the icon so Take care. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to follow. If you're on Twitch, feel free to follow or subscribe. And uh, if you're on podcast, feel free to subscribe or, you know, well, subscribe to the feed, I should say. And until next time, I'm your Michael Amargan. Take care. You got to work on your...